Hello, you are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, you've got just me solo episode and today I'm going to be talking about my six-step framework to help you get career clarity and confidence for your clinical or non-clinical career. So before we dive in, I do have this PDF available to you to download with the link in the show notes and I recommend that you hop on in there, download it, check it out, do the things Check it all out and uh, make some clinical shifts. Like, let's start making shifts in your career clarity and confidence to build the career that you truly want to live and work. So, without further ado, I want to remind you that growth lies outside your comfort zone, my friend. Okay? Success lies outside your comfort zone. And the thing about being comfortable is that as humans, we are literally designed to seek pleasure, avoid pain and to do everything in life with the least amount of effort. And here's the tea. That's never going to get you where you want to be. <laughs> Trust me, I've tried it. <laughs> okay, and I want, that's actually something called the motivational triad. Three things. We, as humans, we avoid pain, we seek pleasure, and we want to do everything with the least amount of effort. And anybody that you know is a nurse or is working to become a nurse or a clinician knows that there's nothing you can do in nursing half-assed. <laughs> you have to do it all properly, right? Because karma, just karma on its own is just a huge problem. So growth lies outside your comfort zone. And I want you to remember that on this journey of career change or career clarity or seeking some clarity about your life and your destiny and your purpose, that you are going to fail. And that is a beautiful thing. Failure is the most important lesson in life, right? First attempt in learning. I want you to consciously start thinking about how can I increase my failure tolerance in my career? Because when we increase our failure tolerance, anything is possible. When you can fail and you don't make it mean anything, oh boy, like the world is your oyster, okay? So if you look at anybody that is successful, anybody around you in your workplace, look to the to whoever you think is successful, they have failed miserably. I have failed miserably. And the difference is, is that we use that failure to propel us forward. Okay. So we fail forward. We take the slap on the wrist and we learn a lesson from it rather than dwelling on it, getting stuck and feeling miserable. And success, my friend, is built on multiple failures. So keep pushing. As you seek clarity, as you want, as you go out to find what it is that truly lights you up, you're going to have to try lots of things and some of them will fail. Okay, so that's the first truth that I wanted to share with you today. So step number one in my six-step framework, um, you could even open up the PDF now and go through it with me if you like. But step number one is get curious about yourself. And I've got a cute little picture of a doggy here because um, I love animals. I would have been a vet nurse um, if it paid a bit better. <laughs> um, we need to live. Hey, I live in Sydney. So um, first step, I want you to get curious about yourself because self-discovery and exploration is a critical step that I think a lot of us are maybe missing. Okay, we we come into a system where we tonight become nurse 364 of the organization. Welcome. Here's your uniform that everybody else wears and there's no uniqueness. 
Um, there's no diversity in terms of what we wear and like hair's back. Everybody looks the same. Um, and we're not naturally actually encouraged to discover or explore ourselves as a clinician, as a nurse. So I want you to do that, right? I want you to explore all of the things that make you an amazing, unique individual because there is only one of you, my friend, in this world and you are fabulous. And I want you to step into that fabulousness and discover what it is that you want to do in your life. So that would be getting clear on your personal values. What do you really value in your life? Ask yourself that question. There'll be some themes for sure if you ask people around you, ask your husband, ask your partner, ask your wife, what do I value? What do you think I value in life? It'd be interesting to see what they say. I also want you to think about or start exploring your career vision. Why is it that you do what you do? And I have heaps of resources in the podcast around this about finding your career why. Go back and listen to that episode because your career why will propel you forward even when the shit show of healthcare is slapping you in the face. Next, I want you to think about, and this is a deep one, but think about what's your life's purpose? Like, why do you do what you do? And this ties into your career why. But by exploring your values, your strengths, your weaknesses, your vision, your life's purpose, and starting to get curious about it, you don't need to find the answers. They might not come for a few years, right? They might come next week. But I want you to start allowing that space to be able to create and build your life intentionally with you in the driver's seat. No one else. You. You are in full control. So here in the PDF, I have a nice little link to a free personality test. I also have another link to a disc profile testing with Tony Robbins, um, NLP life coach guru. And the link is in the show notes below. Take it and see what comes up. I did these tests and they were actually very accurate. And they gave me some great insights into what it is that I really truly value. And for example, one of the things that I value immensely is creativity. I'm really trying to lean into that a bit more. It's one of the reasons I do the podcast. It's one of the reasons that I have um, high performance nursing and Liam Caswell coaching is to allow myself to express my creativity. And can you imagine as a nurse unit manager trying to be creative? I mean, the most creative I could get was with the quality improvement board. And that was pretty dire. I was very limited there. I did keep trying to get a TV so it could be digital and like I could create the slideshow and like have all these things moving budget. So that did not happen. So I want you to explore for, for me, that wasn't, a, it just didn't allow me to express my creativity. Right. So moving forward, I was like, God, I'm going to be miserable. If I keep doing this, it's not, this role doesn't fit my values. Whereas as a career coach and leadership coach, I can get super creative and have fun with reels. I can have fun with podcasts and creating amazing professional branding documents for, for my clients. So get curious about who you are, what you want to be doing and what lights you up. Um, and this is a really good starting point. Number two, I want you to learn to observe your thoughts. So here's the thing. We have over 6,000 thoughts a day. That is a lot of bloody thoughts just constantly running through our minds. And our primitive brain, the ego part of our brain, is always trying to keep us safe. Okay, so in order to keep us safe, it believes that all 6,000 of those thoughts are true. And I mean, that's pretty crazy because I don't know about your brain, but my brain throws up some random ass shit. <laughs> and at times I am just like, wow, where did that come from there? And here's the thing. It didn't come from me. It literally is just a sentence in my head that I'm choosing to believe is true. And when you can create space between a situation that happens in your life, 
for example, maybe your nurse manager is a bit shitty with you today and they've had a bad morning and they're taking it out on the team. When you can create distance between the situation and then the thought that you want to choose to think about that situation, you are like you are on the money. You are winning, my friend. Because by creating space, you allow yourself to pick and choose what you want to believe is true. And I don't know if anybody's told you this, and no one ever told me this, and it blew my mind when I heard it. You are in full control of the thoughts that you choose to think. No one else. What happens upstairs in this brain is fully yours to to manage, um, adapt, tweak, choose. All of the thoughts are your choice. Okay, but currently we just run on autopilot. We stay in that um, safe space with our ego brain trying to keep us protected. But here's the thing. You're not living in a cave anymore and you're definitely not being chased by lions. (laughs) Okay, so we don't necessarily need that part of the brain to keep us safe, but we've been conditioned to allow it to just continue to evolve. So learn to observe your thoughts. They are just a thought. My favorite line is it's just a thought. Something comes up, I'm not good enough. That is just a thought. Like, who, who is giving me that thought? It is ridiculous. It is not true. There's no fact in there. Of course I'm good enough. I'm stuck. That is not true. You are not stuck. Okay? You are choosing to be stuck. Think a more empowering thought. What can you choose to believe that is more true than I am stuck? Because you're not stuck. If you were stuck, you'd literally be stuck like in quicksand, stuck there, on the ward, never leaving, you know, the literal sense. So a good way to judge whether or not a thought that you are thinking or a thought that is coming up for you on the regular is true is to assess it by would it be proven true in a court of law? Would a judge and a panel, a jury, would they assess it as true, as a fact? And if the answer is no, it's a good sign for you to start ditching that thought. Okay, and now this is a process. This is something that I go through in my coaching programs, my eight-week clinical career accelerator program, and my clinical leadership mastermind. You will have to continue to work on this, but you will find over time that as you start to create space between what happens and the thoughts that you choose to think, you will become a much happier person with a better um, vibe for life in general, because ultimately, our thoughts create our results. So if you have shitty negative thoughts, you are going to have shitty negative outcomes and results in your life. You're going to create them without even really knowing it. Right? And you might be doing this already. So we want to tidy up those thoughts and take back control of our brain. Step number three is conduct a career assessment. So I want you to think about when did you last actually stop and reflect on what got you here and how, how you got to this point in your career and reflect about all of the amazing things that you've done. I want you to think about how you started as an AIN or maybe you worked as like me as a hospital cleaner and now you have built your career to the point where you run a career coaching and leadership business and you have a successful podcast. Like blows my mind. So what is that for you? I want you to grab a piece of paper, write down all your career achievements to date, everything, the small things, the big things. Um, and reflect on how freaking awesome you are. Like, why do we not do more of this? Why do we not stop and reflect and go, damn, I'm bloody good. 
yeah, because our ego brain tells us very quickly after that, like, oh, that's, you're being a bit narcissistic or, you know, maybe that's um, not serving you or you're terrible, Liam. Like, all of these thoughts come up for me and I know they will for you. So write down what you're awesome at. And then we want to look at that and celebrate it, first of all, and be proud of ourselves and really feel that pride and then assess it for themes or trends. Okay, what do you notice? What comes up a lot? Are you heading in a particular direction by default that maybe you don't want to be on? Or are you really drawn to education and you notice that in every role there's been like an education theme and you think, God, this is actually what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and I know that that definitely helps my clients in, in my program is when we do this, they go, oh, damn it. Like, look at this. Of course, I've always loved education or I've always loved leadership or I'd love to work in um, operating theatres because there was this theme through my undergrad and I loved it, but I just never got there. So take stock of your strengths, your weaknesses, your achievements, your opportunities for growth, your career threats, um, all of the things within this section and dive deep into what it is that's coming up for you and assess your career to this point. The next step is network network network, network, can't say it today. And I want to remind you that there are no strangers in this world, only friends you haven't met yet. And my favorite platform for networking is, of course, any social media, but LinkedIn is the preferred source for job searching. And LinkedIn is just phenomenal in terms of connecting with people that are doing what you want to be doing. Connect with those people. Go find them. They're out there. If you want to be an RFDS flight nurse, go and find the RFDS flight nurse on LinkedIn follow them, send them a message, ask them if they can give you some advice you know, and explore all your options. We live in a time where all of this is hugely accessible and it really is as easy as just creating a profile, popping a picture up, transferring all of your CV data across into LinkedIn and then connecting with people or organizations that you want to work with in the future. Okay, um, And it's a great first step in the job search process to help you find clarity. Remember, I urge everybody, the first step is calling potential employers. So this is just a digital, digital version of that, sending them a little DM. You might find the CEO of an organization and you might want to send them a message and ask them what, what they're looking for. Or maybe there's a, an organization that you really would love to work for, but they don't have any jobs currently, but you find the HR manager or the CEO or the director of nursing on LinkedIn Send them a message. Ask them if they're hiring. Express your interest. There are no limitations, only the ones that we impose on ourselves from those negative thoughts that we're holding. Okay. So I offer you here my call the manager script. And um, there's a link in the workbook to download that literally steps you through what to say on the call. Like everybody's so stressed about calling the manager. Just get it done, rip the band-aid off, call the manager, take imperfect action, and you will be amazed at what information you get to help you through the interview process. Step five is sample and experiment. I truly believe I have only been able to get to where I am in my career from sampling. And there is a beautiful thing that happens when you just trust yourself to move forward and to take any opportunity that comes up. When I was working in intensive care, I thought that was my career for life. And then I swallowed the agency bug and I love doing agency. And then agency I thought was going to be my career for life. And then I did education and I went, wow, I love educating people. And through sampling and getting curious and just following my curiosity, 
I was able to build this career and have such an immense, diverse um, skill set, transferable skill set, and I want that for you. Gone are the days of staying in a role for 20 years because it needs to look good on my CV and I need to show loyalty. Like we are going to have between eight and 15 careers or career changes or different roles within our careers. I think I've already had them and I'm excited for what other roles I'm going to have in the future. So I want you to acknowledge that the only way you will find what is meant to be for you is by trying all the things. What an amazing gift and privilege to be able to try all the things. Do not lock yourself into one opportunity and then think that that's it and then wonder why you're pissed off and frustrated. I see it all the time. I also did it for a period of time in my career. It doesn't serve you, my friends. Okay, so sample and experiment. And I, get, I offer here two of the best pieces of advice that I've ever received. One of them is never take advice from someone who hasn't walked the path that you desire to follow so powerful and the second one is from Liz Gilbert who is an amazing author she's the author of Big Magic which is one of my favorite books about creativity and and curiosity and passion and she says to find your passion in life you must follow your curiosities so good so good so I want you to treat your career like a beautiful buffet you would try it all Okay, if you're like a nurse at a lunch um, whilst you're on shift and you haven't ate for 10 hours and there's 10 different types of pizza sitting there and all the things and all the hot pots, you're going to try it all, aren't you? Yes, of course you are. And I would too. And that's what I want for your career. Try all the things. And I don't want you to even think about worrying about how your career, how your CV will look because that is just a mess. It, no one cares. It is literally a strength to move around and to have different opportunities. It is a good sign for an employer. My final step is build a professional career brand. Now, I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but I want to maybe just dive a little bit deeper in here because I know many of you, I know many of you, you wouldn't admit it, but you may be submitting applications that are substandard. I said it, I'm sorry, but I know because I've seen hundreds of them. And one of the reasons why I set up Liam Casmal Coaching was to help nurses articulate and sell themselves better within their applications and to create a professional brand. Nursing, we are very lucky because sometimes it's not overly competitive. Graduate programs are very competitive. But when we start applying for roles as we move through a career, not immensely competitive. Yes, there might be 10 applicants, but in comparison to like government or tech or Facebook or Google, there are hundreds, if not thousands of applicants. And the way that they then manage that is like they, the people that apply need to have the best professional career brand. Now imagine this in nursing. If there's 10 people that apply and you've all used some Microsoft Word horrible, <laughs> horrible resume template and there's no professional documents, there's no professional application suite of documents, all your documents look different, there's different fonts, there's no names, there's no page numbers. It looks like a hot mess. And Imagine if you submitted one that was a professional brand that was clean, modern, aesthetically pleasing, really easy to follow, left no questions or queries for the employer that allowed you to be the top caliber applicant just from the aesthetics and the look of your application itself. Now, Jenna, don't undervalue the, the ability to have an amazing document that looks beautiful, 
right? Because they can, they can look really good versus what they look like when they come to me. They can look amazing and that itself will set, will set you apart, right? We are a society that values how things look. And I want you to apply that to your professional application documents. So create a clean, modern professional application package, which clearly articulates your skill set and make sure, please, please, please make sure that it's tailored to each job. If you are sending out applications, one application to the 10 different jobs, the manager's going to know. Like we know straight away. And here's the thing. If you do that within the same organization and apply for like five different jobs within the same organization, Funnily enough, like we all know each other. We all talk to each other. So you must take the time to craft your unique package and get it out there. So those are my six steps to finding career clarity and confidence for clinicians. There's lots of amazing content in there. You might want to come back and listen to this again. But to help you make further progress within your career is literally my life's purpose now to help nurses um, see what is possible for them within their careers and build their careers on their terms around their life, create their unique careers and life. So I'm also offering you all of my freebies that are available through the link in the show notes for you to download. And um, yeah, so that's my call the manager script, my nursing resume action verb list, my nursing resume cheat sheet, addressing dreaded selection criteria cheat sheets, my CV workbook and more, all in the link in the bio in the show notes. And finally, if anything has piqued your interest today and you are thinking, hell, I need some support, I need to do this, I need to take action, I'm ready, I'm not playing with my career anymore, I deserve better, I want to create more in my life, come and have a chat to me. I would love to explore my eight-week clinical career accelerator program with you. You can book a 15-minute free career clarity call where I dive deep into what's going on for you and we assess where you're at and if we'd be a good fit for working together. Um, it is absolutely free and the link is in the show notes but also in the workbook that you're, of course, about to go and download. So that's my six steps. I would love to know your thoughts. Um, until next time, stay safe and forever curious, my amazing clinicians. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast episode, please take a wee minute to leave a review. It would mean the absolute world to me. If you are ready to start taking action in your career and you need some support, why wait? Come and join my private Facebook community. The link is in the show notes below. Within the community, we take what we discuss in this podcast and we put it into action. Currently, I am looking for nurses who are ready to stop playing small and invest in themselves to create the life and the career they want to live. If that sounds like you, then please get in touch. Until next time, thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay forever curious, my nursing friends.